0: Hey, everybody, in today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk all things draft, and especially when it comes to Alabama. So because it's called Locked On Bama, that's what we're going to do. So stick with us. Here we go with Locked On Bama today.
1: Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked
0: On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome back into Locked On Bama, Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him, Jimmy, how are you today? Good,
1: good, I had a little mini vacation there, uh, but was able to watch, of course, uh, all of the draft and soak in all the Alabama draft info and, heck, I'm already excited about uh, the draft about uh, 362 days from now and the new crop of guys next year because it's going to be much larger than this year's group.
0: Yeah, it was funny today on one of the sports shows I listened to on Sunday mornings, they had a a thing on hot takes and one of the hot takes or supposed hot takes was, or is it a hot take or not, um, was, uh, will Georgia's record of 15 players drafted stand for at least a decade? And everybody's like, no, it may not last next year. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so no, that's, that's, that's an extremely hot take. So yeah. Anywho, um. All right, so overall thoughts on the draft can be anything before we start going down the list, Evan, Neal, et cetera. But, I mean, overall thoughts on the draft. I mean, who do you – what team won, in your opinion, if you even have one that that, uh, came out on top, and what team sucked?
1: Well, in terms of what team won the draft, to me, it was almost a runaway. I I was blown away by how how well the Jets did in in this important respect. I think the Jets were able to – radically improve their team in a draft. I think they drafted four guys that will be impact starters and radically improve their team. I, I, they they drafted wins. I love their Brees Hall selection in the second round. He should have gone in the first. He was the Najee Harris of this draft. Uh, I, I loved him. And, and then for them to not only uh, parlay uh, their draft capital into three first-round picks, I think they hit a home run on all three. Sauce Gardner is is just write it down. He's an eight-year pro bowler. Uh, Garrett Wilson is an outstanding, difference-making wide receiver. And then for whatever reason, Jermaine Johnson slips into the mid-20s and the Jets smartly move up and go get this uh, mistake that other teams had made. Jermaine Johnson will be not just a third-down player, he'll be an every-down player on that defense. But then to get Breeze Hall, who's gonna take such pressure, off of Zach Wilson, I I think the Jets, who were sort of a laughingstock, let's be honest, I don't think they've been in the playoffs, gosh, for something like fourteen years. Uh, yeah,
0: they
1: they 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 drafted like they'll be in the playoffs if Zach Wilson pans out, and I believe there's a good chance he will.
0: Yeah, I I think it's. The Jets were the clear winner. I think the Eagles would be in that discussion, too. The Eagles yep. have a great draft in my mind, and I think you have to factor in getting A.J. Brown, and that does have right. an Alabama tie-in because now you've got Jalen Hurts is going to be throwing to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Um That's right. I mean – that's just – that's that's any quarterback's dream. I mean, these two guys are going to be great. And, I mean, I love the fact that both of them have – all three of them have SEC ties, all three of those guys do. And then, uh, of course, they get Jordan Davis and they get Kobe Dean. They steal Kobe Dean. I know there were some medical things people were right. worried about with him or whatever, but um, – all right, so let's do talk about Alabama guys going in the draft In Evan Neal goes to the Giants. I, I will say this uh, – Forever. I think Evan Neal was the best player in this draft. I do. Wow. um frankly, Old. uh Trayvon Walker. I mean, more power to him. And I'm 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 an SEC guy, so I'm I'm happy that an SEC guy went number one. But man, I mean I, at some point your stats have to mean something. And um if I'm if I'm we said this a gazillion times, if I'm Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm protecting Uh, Trevor Lawrence, first and foremost, regardless of if I just signed Cam Robinson, I'm getting another dude to help him out. And instead, you went with a defensive guy that um, is pretty much unproven. But that being said, Evan Neal, I think, ended up in a good spot. I thought the Giants had a pretty good draft, too. I mean, they get Kevon Kevon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. I mean, those are two guys that I think um, somebody actually said this. One of the analysts said, Hey, if you had said beginning of the year who's going to be the one and two pick, you would have said probably some combo of Kayvon Thibodeau and, and Evan Neal or one and two. So they got who at the beginning of the year people thought would be the one and two picks. That's pretty doggone good.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Giants definitely improve themselves. Whether they're going to go long term with Daniel Jones and build around him, or just be setting up the next guy, uh, uh, Evan Neal was it was a good smart pick, and, and for them to also get Thibodeau, uh, who is probably. It's crazy to call him underrated, but I, I think the mock draft guys were a little rough on him uh, during, you know, the, the various, you know, highly credible mock drafts. I think they were a little tough. I, I think one lesson that I've learned from this particular draft applying forward is uh, we can overanalyze, you know, we can overanalyze. And, and I think that explains uh, why there was uh, some mock infatuation with the quarterbacks because it was like the worst <laughs> quarterback draft ever. When you consider that, I mean, we thought there was a chance, a chance that Detroit was taking Malik Willis at number two in the whole draft and the dude goes in the third round. Uh, Wasn't even the second quarterback, you know. So uh, just amazing uh, uh, that that the quarterbacks happen that way. Next year, it will be the opposite, right? Next year, there will be probably too many quarterbacks taken in the first. Not Bryce, not C.J. Stroud. They're slam dunks. I'm talking about. Some names I've already seen mocked as first-round quarterbacks, I don't know. Yeesh. You say T.J. Finley, I'm slapping you through this computer. I know. have not seen t- – that's one I haven't seen. But uh, how about this one? And I love the kid. I, I, he's one of my favorite players in the SEC. But Will Levis? Yeah, first-round – right?
0: Hadn't, haven't you seen Hendon Hooker go really high in some of these drafts?
1: I have, and and, and I love Mel Kuyper Jr. He's my favorite uh, media personality in sports. Uh, I love Mel Kuyper. I have seen him on three different occasions now talking about next year's quarterbacks, and he spits them out. He says the totally understandable, well, you got Bryce Young. Well, you got C.J. Stroud. Watch for Anthony Richardson at Florida. I, I love AR-15. I love him. I think he's going to be a dude. And I agree, he might be good, but Mel, he hasn't done it yet. He he is still nothing but potential. There's no way I'm calling anyone a first-rounder that is just literally nothing but potential.
0: Uh, speaking of potential, if you are potentially looking to lose or maintain weight, you want to – Actually get Built Bars. Not potentially, actually. But you can potentially get a Built Bar anytime you want to when you go to Built.com. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off that order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order. The best part about Built Bars they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's that easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order right now. Now, have you tried the puffs yet? These are delicious, they're also covered in chocolate. We're going crazy for the puffs, Jim and I are. They come in crazy flavors, or fun flavors. I mean, you can call them crazy flavors, but I call them fun and delicious, like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? Churros are fantastic. I didn't know what a churro was, you know, until about a two and a half years ago, and now that I know, um, I have churros in my house at all times. That's not true. But uh, I had I thought it would help. But it's not helping. Um, you know what my favorite flavor is, though? It really is churro. It's been carrot cake, but they discontinued it. But I love the churro right now. They're actually absolutely delicious. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off that order at built.com All right, Jimmy, let's spend this whole segment talking about JMO. Um, Jameson Williams, you know, a, a friend of ours on a large text chain said the only problem with going to Detroit is if Detroit didn't play on Thanksgiving nobody would ever know they still had a team and that's the <laughs> truth um that is the truth but you know here's the the good news about being selected by Detroit if by some will of the gods you ever make it to so much as the NFC championship game let alone the Super Bowl you will be revered for life now being idolized in Detroit may not be what a lot of people, you know, aspire to be, but being, when you're idolized in a big city like Detroit, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, you're, if, if they can ever put it together and I don't know that they can, but they got a, they had a pretty good draft. I mean, you get Aiden Hutchinson, the hometown kid who, you know, played high school uh, very close to Ford field he played college very close to Ford Field, and now he's going to get to play at Ford Field. That's that's pretty cool. And then you get J-Mo. I, I, that's fantastic to me as far as the draft goes. Now, the Lions will find a way to screw this up, that we all know this. But if somehow I'm wrong and they don't, I really believe J-Mo is going to be a big part of that. And if he can get healthy, and, you know, they keep saying he's not going to be ready till like, four or five weeks into the season, he was walking pretty damn well. I mean, I, yep. they call me crazy. I mean, he walked pretty well, it looked like to me, when I was watching the draft. I mean, I, I was thinking, okay, maybe he can't run right now as fast as he wants to, but he's walking with no limp. That's got to mean something. So maybe he'll be ready earlier than we think. And I, I swear, Jimmy, if they can give, uh, if they can get a quarterback who can throw a straightforward pass and just heave it, I feel like J Mo will turn some heads.
1: I think people go too far with the, oh, he's on a bad team and what that means for him. Uh, I don't think it means a lot for him. I mean, I'm sure he would enjoy winning the games and not losing the games. I think he would enjoy winning and he might not do a lot of that in Detroit. But here's the thing he's the 12th pick in the draft. So he's going to get paid like the 12th pick in the draft, whether he went to the Rams, the Cowboys, or the Lions. He's going to get paid. same secondly he's on a bad team he's probably wide receiver one he's going to get a lot of targets he's going to get a lot of catches if he stays healthy for five years or even four years uh the bump in pay is is just enormous whether it's with detroit or with someone else uh you know the, the the only difference is the losing you know losing the games but hey it's it's a job it's a job and it pays the same detroit pays the same as the Saints or the Cowboys or or the Rams or the Chiefs, you know, one of the winning teams. So I, I don't think that's a big deal. I do think who's playing quarterback's a big deal when you're a wide receiver. And I know that if we sat down and did a list of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL, neither one of us would put Jared Goff very high on the list. But let's be honest, Jared Goff is a damn fine football player. He was the number one pick in the draft. He's been a starter his entire career. Uh, If Jared Goff returned to the college game, he would be the best quarterback in college football. Uh, He can really throw it. Uh, Jared Goff is not good compared to literally the very, the small group of best players in the world. Uh, He's not on that list, but he's on the next list, which is uh, what I would call a legitimate starting NFL quarterback.
0: Well, I I swear if... If they, if they have any way to get him on the field and just let him – turn it loose, man. Um, I The more I watch his highlights, I actually watched him uh, last year's SEC title game a little bit earlier today, and uh, he's just so good. He's so good and so fast. And um, I swear, if he can just get on the field and, and is healthy enough, I, I would put him in there as a dark horse, like rookie of the year type candidate if, if he's healthy. Um, right. That's gonna be the, that's gonna be the key.
1: Probably missed too many games for that, but 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 I'm I'm with you. I think he's gonna return earlier than what the projections say today. But uh, but you know, not game one. Uh, I, I I they're saying maybe uh, November first. Uh, I, I think. Uh, how about this? I, I wouldn't bet on him. Uh, not being out there October first, missing three games or four games
0: at the most. Just be there for Thanksgiving. That's all I'm asking for real. I uh-huh. mean. I really want him just – because we all watch the Lions game. We may miss the second game because we're napping or whatever, but the first game we're trying to avoid our families as much as possible, and uh, we're all trying to watch the Detroit Lions for some reason. By the way, the NFL schedule comes out May 12th. That's going to be a lot of fun too. Right now I want to tell you about betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your sporting bet stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs in the NBAs. And it's going on right now as I speak. And the start of the Major League Baseball season, of course, is going on too. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more than that. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, let's talk about these uh, last five Bama selections. Um, we'll keep this a little bit shorter than the others. But John Mechie, uh, mm-hmm. he's the next guy off the list. He goes to the Houston Texans. And, again, boy, I really wanted some of our guys to, like – it just would have been nice for Kansas City to pick one. I mean, or, <laughs> you know, name somebody else. Tampa Bay. I mean, something. The Rams. Yep. But they just didn't do it. Um, so that's okay. So he goes there along with Christian Harris. And um, I think they got a good pick in Christian Harris. I, the, the fact that Christian Harris went above Nicobe Dean is a little bit of a shock to me. But um, I think Christian Harris can be a really, really good pro. I, both of these guys, uh, they're going to fall in love with them work ethically. In, right. When it comes to that. I mean, they, they they work really hard. They know their stuff. And um, they're both really, really cool kids. So I think that Houston got a couple of steals here. Um, let's just hope Mechie's healthy. You know, he's got the knee thing too. Yeah,
1: he should be back before J Mo, just based on when he was hurt. As we know, you know, he was hurt before, uh, before Jameson, um, you know, uh, about a month before, about a month before. So he should be back a month before. Uh, I, I think now, one thing about Houston is uh, it sounds crazy today. I'm a little bit bigger of a believer in Davis Mills, you know, than Jared Goff. You know, I, I know oh. it was just one rookie season, but Davis Mills. Uh, quietly and without notice literally set some rookie records he was so good in his first year just nobody saw it coming he was a, a third round pick himself uh had he returned to school like david shaw said and i know he's a homer on this because he coached david mills at stanford but david shaw it was was really adamant uh he's not too much of an exaggerator uh david shaw said hey, had Davis Mills come back to school, he would have been the first pick in this draft. And and I, I don't I don't doubt that uh, based, on, based on what we saw in his rookie season at Houston. If, if, if that rookie season he had with the Texans was actually played in the Pac-12, he, he, he would have been pretty unstoppable. So I, I, I think Mechie's in a good spot for some of the same reasons I said about Jamison. Hey, look, it pays the same, right? I mean, he, he was, I think, the 12th pick in the second round. Doesn't matter who picks you, your paycheck's the same. He has a young quarterback. Uh, it's not a good team, but the point is to catch as many balls and make as many plays as you can, get to a second contract, and get some freedom, and you can go play somewhere else if you want. Uh, but if not, uh, hey, you can have a good career where you are. Uh, you know, I'm not, not getting back on Jamison, but let's remember, in the midst of all the Lions losing, which they've done forever, uh, Hall of Famers, Barry Sanders. Hall of Famer Megatron at wide receiver. Uh this all happened in Detroit. Uh you, you can have a Hall of Fame career on a bad team. Uh, I, I just think the the difference with with our guys is there's so much winning at Alabama. I think the losing is uh is kind of tough for them to swallow. Uh but again, the paychecks the same. Uh it doesn't matter who's who's whether Jerry Jones is signing it in Dallas or the McNair guy is signing it in Houston. It's it's for the same amount.
0: It, it, I'm glad you brought up the Detroit thing. I wonder if there's any other franchise in pro football that is associated with just having one star. Now, Megatron's in there too, but I'm saying when you say Detroit Lions and people go, who do you think about? You're going to say Barry Sanders. Man. Now, you will also say Megatron. like, oh, yeah, and Megatron. <laughs> then there's like nobody else you even think about.
1: But well, I mean, Stafford, you, to some extent.
0: I, I mean, maybe. I well, mean, he's
1: going to be in the Hall. Of, I think Stafford will be in the Hall of Fame. Well, now obviously. that he won a
0: Super Bowl, he will
1: be now that he won a Super Bowl. See, and I think Stafford's such a good example of, you know, I, I don't think we realized how good he was until he played for a good on a good team. Right. right. I mean, uh, you know, when you play in Detroit and you don't have good guys around you, he, he was still able to put up numbers. But he didn't put up wins on playoff appearances. And, and frankly, he's it just shows what winning a Super Bowl will do for you. I mean, Stafford's now on that AT&T uh, wireless commercial with Lily. Lily was more famous than Matt Stafford until this past year. And now Stafford's more famous than Lily on the AT&T commercials. Uh,
0: but, I mean, I can't think – you know, if you say Cowboys, I mean, you, a litany of guys, Steelers, right. uh, Redskins, I mean – well, well Command, Who's that? Whatever. Um, you know, <laughs> on, on down the list. But, I mean, right. when you say Lions, you're going to say Barry Sanders. I mean, then you'll be like, oh, yeah, Megatron. And then you're like, okay, name another one. You know who I swear to God I was I was racking my brain? I was like, oh, Rodney Pete. That's who I came up with. <laughs> Goodness. Rodney freaking Pete. Rodney Pete. How
1: what about a little bit even before my time, sort of, but uh, Billy Sims okay. was a good Detroit Lion back That's, in the er- be, yeah. early yeah, 80s.
0: We're old. And you, you had to search the data banks to come up with Billy Sales. But anyway, um, okay, let's talk about, speaking of the Washington Commanders, uh, worst name, worst nickname. I mean, I really would You don't like it. Commanders? It's,
1: it's growing on me.
0: Really? It's, just stick it's, it's, with this The Washington football team was actually kind of cool. It that was also growing at on first, me. It rolled around into cool
1: um (laughs) that's exactly what happened i hated when they started Hey, we don't have a nickname yet we're just going to go by washington football team for two seasons yeah they and 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 at first i'm like this is the most embarrassing dumbest thing in the history of the nfl it is you cannot call an nfl team the team from washington dc you can't do that but by the end i was like they should, I just stick with Washington. they should just stick with Washington football team. This is this is starting to work for me. It's so succinct. And I mean it, it describes it well.
0: It describes it so well. I mean, it's like this is what we are. I mean, everybody else is like the Jaguars, like, really? The Jaguars? Yeah, they could be like, We're the Jacksonville football team. Like, no, you're not, you're the Jaguars. Yeah. But the Washington football team, it and you it did take them two years, which kind of makes me wonder: was Daniel Snyder trying really hard to find something? sort of obscurely racist that, that he could still use. <laughs> I mean, th- that he was like, okay, I, I got to find something that uh, kind of still- secretly offends a, a group of people.
1: How is he still an owner? The two, uh, most, the two most obnoxious people in sports today are Dan Snyder, the owner of, of Washington, and the uh, coach of uh, Tennessee Baseball.
0: Oh, God, that guy. Man, we could do a whole podcast. With I'll leave that for Zach Blacker being locked on Auburn, but I'm sure he's going to go off on um, uh, Tennessee this weekend. because they...
1: I, I, I tweeted at some friends because, uh, you know, I, I know it's unpopular with a lot of our listeners, but particularly when it comes to baseball, I, I don't really have rivals. And Alabama I hadn't been good in forever in baseball. I, I just sort of, hey, I hope a bunch of SEC teams make the tournament. that I hope – you know, half the College World Series is SEC. I was happy when Mississippi State won the the national championship last year. I tend to root for the SEC guys. I ain't rooting for that Tennessee team. I am not – I cannot root for them. I mean, I'll just be – I mean, to to me, he's a jerk. I (laughs) I say that – and I say it because I say that about next to no one. But he's a jerk, uh, and, and his whole team plays like that too. I know they're good, and I'll give them props forever for how good they are. They are really good. They may win it all. They're probably the best team, but uh, they're jerks and they they play like it.
0: Um. All right. Well, let's go back to Washington Commanders and talk about uh, they get uh, Fedarian. Don't call me Phil Mathis and um, Brian Robinson. By the way, out kudos to all the draft folks out there for using Fedarian Mathis. If his name was Phil Mathis, he doesn't get drafted in the third round. He gets drafted. Yeah, they all said
1: Fedarian consistently, while me and you we know him as Phil. Yeah, he's Phil to us. No, he's, he was you know, Fiderian, he's still, well, we, if
0: he's doing my taxes, I've said that a hundred times, Phil Mathis does my taxes, Fedarian Mathis is my defensive lineman, that's how <laughs> that, that's how I want that to be forever.
1: Um, Did you and, see the call when Ron Rivera called him to let him know he'd been drafted by the commanders? You yeah, because it?
0: he wouldn't let him talk.
1: Yeah, Mathis and his family celebrated for like eight minutes, and Ron Rivera didn't even have to, didn't even get the conversation <laughs> like, with Hello. Phil Mathis, because it was just, Eight minutes of celebration, and he kept going. Phil, Fedarian, 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 going once, going twice, and eventually Ron Rivera's like, "We got to hang up. I I have, we have other picks. We have other picks to make. We have Um, other picks to make. We got to, I got to disconnect here."
0: The first time I ever said that uh, Phil Mathis does my taxes and Fedarian is my defensive tackle, I was scared. Like, oh God, what if he listens to this? Somebody actually quote tweeted it, and Fedarian Mathis. He Tweet, it. Retweeted it and he was he laughing. Did. I was like, thank God. <laughs>
1: he's, <laughs> he's one of my favorites. He had one of the best personalities on the team. Really gonna yeah. root for him in the NFL. Super personality. He's got that cute little daughter. And he, he's all you know, it's fun. You always see pictures of Phil with his daughter, uh, and you know, uh his family showed up in mass at the games. You would see a lot of family members wearing their Mathis gear. And uh, yeah, I'll be rooting for him. It's so cool that he's with the Washington. Roll tide commanders uh and, and joining a defensive line that already has Duran Payne and Jonathan Allen. I, I hope they don't trade Payne. I know there's trade rumors with Payne, but I've got to see at least one NFL snap with Mathis, Payne, and Jonathan Allen all yeah. lined up next to each other. What a uh what a recruiting poster that's gonna be for Alabama and an, an entire NFL defensive line.
0: And they have Cam Sims too, right? Still,
1: yeah, Cam Sims on the team. Uh there's discussing uh, re signing uh, Landon Collins. Um, I, I know that was a, a tweet thing I saw earlier today, and of course, they've drafted B Rob too.
0: Well, and, and I, that's what I was gonna say. You know, one thing I've never thought of anybody on Washington as being explosive. Now, um, Daryl Green's probably the most explosive right. player I can ever remember for Washington, and he played defensive back. Um, but I don't remember a lot of explosive players like I, I think. Uh, Washington, I think, you know, like a John Riggins type running back. Now, yeah. B-Rob is not John Riggins, but he's he's in that mold of he ain't blowing by you. But he's, you're not going to just easily tackle him. And so I right. think those are kind of great running backs to have in the NFL because for the most part, it's of course, you want a 75-yarder if you can get it. But for the most part, they're like, we're going to hand the ball off and we just, just get two and a half yards. Don't lose yardage because then we're throwing it a bunch. We're just going to run the ball a little bit. But then we're throwing in a bunch, and um, I think B Rob can do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he, he's going to be a good NFL back. I said this repeatedly, and feel very strongly about it. Uh, if if people are hoping, Alabama fans are hoping, he's another Derrick Henry. He's you know what I would call an alpha back, which means hey, he's the he carries it twenty times every week, no matter what. He's not going to be that guy in the NFL, but but he's going to be part of a committee of backs where a team like, like Washington uses two or three. Uh, these two or three backs and, uh, and, and B Rob's one of them. He's the bring the thunder guy while they also have some bring the lightning guys. And, uh, I, I think he'll be fantastic as part of a small committee and be part of a really productive run game. Uh, as much as people are down on him, Carson Wentz to me, much like Jared Goff. I mean, Carson Wentz has been a starter every year he's been in the NFL, uh, and and was a high pick and and had a fantastic rookie season. He's not an elite guy. He's not going to be on that list, but he's he's pretty good. I mean, I I think Washington's going to win some games this year. I I wouldn't be surprised, Luke, if they're like a a seven or eight win team that's that's trending up.
0: Finally, we got to talk about your mobile, homie uh, Jalen Armor Davis going to Baltimore. He gets to play alongside. Marlon Humphrey now. And um, I think that's great. Is Anthony Averett still there? Isn't he still there?
1: Uh, He is still there.
0: Okay. So they've got a, a, a you know, Baltimore and DC have a lot of Alabama. They both uh, do. Love. And, and yeah. so I think that's really cool. Uh, but Jalen Armour Davis, a, a, an Alabama native. And I think I saw the state of Alabama guys have like, or Alabama ties. I guess I should say that includes guys that aren't necessarily from Alabama. I think they had like 21 or 22 selections or something. It's pretty nice. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, there were six guys from Mobile County, six, taken in this draft, which is an all-time record for Mobile County. That's the most ever drafted from Mobile in any draft ever. And Jim Nagy and the senior bowl people are going to crunch numbers because there's this thought that uh, Mobile County produced more players in this NFL draft than any county. Uh, in the United States, more so than any one county, in, you know, Dallas County, or or, or you know, Dade in South Florida, or you know, uh, one of the Atlanta County, Fulton, or you know, I mean, that Mobile County may have produced more Sweet. NFL draftees than any. Uh, an amazing. Uh, you know, it's 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 an argument for another day. But six guys from Mobile County get drafted. Uh, only one of them uh, played at Alabama, and frankly, only one of them had an offer from Alabama.
0: And and the the one that played at Auburn was the only guy from Auburn to get drafted.
1: Yeah, Roger McCreary, uh, you know, also unoffered by Alabama. How about this last, final note? Because uh, I know we got to we gotta wind it up. But uh, Roger McCreary getting drafted ahead of John Mechie bothered me because I'm like, I watched Alabama play Auburn and I watched that kid cover John Mechie and Mechie pretty much whipped him for 60 minutes. McCreary had his wins. He did have his wins, but Mechie beat up on on McCreary pretty good. And, and McCreary was taken ahead of Mechie, just barely, but but he
0: was. Well, when it comes to that, you also have to think about need. Um yeah, that's and true. um and you know, McCreary played pretty well on J Mo, except he did they should have been a touchdown when he pass interfered against J Mo uh early in that Iron Bowl. And then of course Jameson Williams was thrown out for targeting on a special teams play later right. in the game. So we don't really know, but um, Which they
1: show on his highlight package, by the way. So I, I've, seen, I've seen several highlight packages where they're showing highlights of Jameson, and it was a big hit in the Auburn game. You know, it's an impressive play, and they just gloss right over, don't even mention, oh, by the way, he was ejected for this. <laughs> and they won't mention that. But but it's, it's impressive athletically, so it makes the highlight clip.
0: All right, buddy, uh, that'll do it. We are three subscribers away on YouTube from 1,000 as of this talking – So, y'all, please keep subbing. Sub like mofos out there. We appreciate you guys, and uh, until tomorrow, roll tide, everybody.
1: Roll tide.